Les's League. Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through Friday night double headers. The first one we've got uh, is the Storm v the West Tigers at Storm Home. Uh, it's going to be a hard one for the West Tigers. They haven't won a game yet, and obviously the Storm is going to be a bit of a test for them. Uh, they've changed their team up a little bit as well. It kind of frustrates me a little bit because, you know, obviously you've got a guy like Dane Laurie, who has been absolutely outstanding. Probably, for me, one of the former fullbacks over the past two years. Uh, he's been dropped to the bench for uh, Adam Dewey, who we know uh, is either a centre or is a number six. He's definitely not a fullback for me. Uh, in times where he's gone there in the past... The Tigers haven't won games. Also, when the Tigers have come up against the Melbourne Storm in Melbourne, they particularly haven't really won games, uh, particularly uh, as well. And this is a stat that the random stats guy actually pulled out as well in a podcast. Um, they haven't actually beaten Melbourne either after a loss. And they've just obviously lost to the Bulldogs, only just, but they did lose to the Bulldogs. Um, now, I said this during the week, and I've I had a lot of feedback. A lot of people have actually agreed with me on this topic. Uh, when I put it on Fox League, the, the little comment there, put it as a post as well, just so I could get your feedback um, on this sort of topic as well. But for me, in that game against the Bulldogs, when the West Tigers actually did get up and did start um, putting in effort and did start getting into the game, it was actually when Brandon Wakeham came onto the field in the number six jersey he's going to be wearing on Friday night. Uh, when he came onto the field, that's when they really decided to, you know, put some effort in. Um, well, not put some effort in. Obviously, they're putting effort in. But, um, you know, it was a real lift in their attack when Brandon Wakeham came on the field. It was not when Adam Dewey was moved to fullback necessarily. Uh, it was when Brandon Wakeham came on the field. I, I totally understand Brandon Wakeham in this team. What I don't understand is them... Uh, cancelling out a guy that has been in some outstanding form, particularly one of the only guys, mind you, and this is not a dig on the West Tigers, one of the only guys in that side over the past two years that has actually been in some pretty outstanding form, and that is Dane Laurie. Pushing him to the bench, I think, is an absolute... They've really shit the bed there. They've hit the panic button way too early. It's only round four, and they're already making changes to a side that they're probably stuck to for the entirety of the offseason as well. Um, yeah, look, look, I'm not a fan of this one at all. I'd rather Adam Dewey at six. I think they're going to be better off with Adam Dewey at six. The proposal I actually made on the post, which again, most of you guys did agree to, uh, was Adam Dewey at six, Brandon Wakeham at seven. Uh, and you have Luke Brooks off the bench in a 14 role. Dane Laurie obviously takes the fullback spot. For me, the fact that they have, and a guy that should have pretty much solidified that spot as his own with the form that he's had over the past you know, two years, which has been outstanding, as I've said before, who, has, who's, who I think should have solidified that spot. Um, is getting kicked out for Adam Dewey, who for me wasn't quite wasn't that good last week at all. In fact, he was quite average, even though he was one of the guys, as I said, trying to dig them out of a hole. He wasn't the best guy last week. Dane Laurie wasn't even playing, and he's the guy suffering uh, for the West Tigers losing on the weekend. I don't like it at all. I think Adam Dewey should be remain at six. I think Brandon Wakeham should go to seven. Sorry about that. 
Uh, and I think Luke Brooks should go to 14. I actually like Luke Brooks at 14, particularly because uh, last year when the Jackson Hastings was in the side, particularly in the games uh, that the West Tigers won, obviously those two games by field goal, uh, Luke Brooks actually spent majority of the game, not majority of the game, but about 40 to 45 minutes, not at 5'8", not at halfback, but at hooker. He came in uh, into a hooking role in this side. So in my opinion, obviously because Adam Dewey, we know he's the best at six. We know that Brandon Wakem uh, has obviously obviously come in and had a big impact in the number seven jersey. If they are going to make changes to the side that they've practiced with or preseason, it wouldn't be with Adam Dewey. It wouldn't be um, with Dane Laurie, who obviously has been, as I said, outstanding. It would be probably for me with Luke Brooks, a guy that they've obviously had to build a team around, uh, to be honest, because of some of his form. And again, it's not a dig on the West Tigers. It's not a dig on Luke Brooks. um, But I, for me, that's the guy that I'd probably be moving. I'd probably be moving him to the 14 jersey uh, and then bring him on either as a bench hooker, as a roaming sort of half role. He can go wherever. And that's what I like about Luke Brooks at 14 as well. He can go 6, 7, 9. And if you really need him there as a roaming sort of half role. So I love that about Luke Brooks uh, off the bench in 14 specifically. I think that he would be the guy that I'd be having in that 14 jersey. Either that or just st- stick to what you had last week with Brendan Wakeham at 14 and you bring him on as that roaming half sort of player. For me, I would not be making changes to a team after one week where they've just had an absolute shocker. They've tried something new. It looked okay. So now they're changing their entire game plan to build a bit, to build a pretty much a footy side over 30 to 20 minutes, well, not even 20 minutes, probably 15 minutes of football where they were actually going okay. Um, So, yeah, I don't like this one at all, but let's go through the sides and then I'll just go straight into the predictions. Uh, Nick Meany is at fullback. Uh, Will Walbrick and Xavier Coates are on the wings. This is for the Melbourne Storm, obviously. Raymond Smith and Justin Olam are in the centers. Cameron Munster is in the halves with Jonah Pezzett, obviously. Uh, unfortunately, Jerome Hughes, he's been ruled out with suspension for the next two weeks. So very unfortunate there. Jonah Pezzett, he comes into the side at seven. Again, don't mind it. Didn't mind him last week either. I love seeing him in the starting seven jersey, and I'm very excited to see the potential he really does have. We'll probably get a really good taste of Jonah Pezzett in a full game, 80 minutes in the number seven jersey. Um, For me as well, I'm quite interested to see where Tyron Wishart comes into play as well. He's named in the 14 jersey. Could we see these guys both get a crack at seven? I'm not sure. Uh, But look, I'm very, very excited to see Jonah Pezzett at seven for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Cameron Munster's back as well, and he has a pretty decent strike strike rate. Sorry, uh, I had a little bit of a hiccup then. A really impressive strike rate against the West Tigers. So, look, if you're looking for an anytime try scorer market, I'd probably be going down the lane of Cameron Munster. Uh, Tui Kamika Mika and Christian Welsh are in the front row with Harry Grant at nine. Uh, Trent Lorio and Alicia Katoa are in the back row. Josh King at 13. And then we have Tyron Wishart, Alec McDonald, Tarek Sims, and Bronson Garlic on the bench. I love that bench. I really do. It has a lot of potential, even though a smaller bench in terms of the forwards. I really love the potential that bench has. It's a very exciting bench uh, for the Melbourne Storm. As for the West Tigers, obviously we've talked about this lineup enough, but we'll go through the lineup in its entirety. Uh, Adam Dewey's at fullback. We have Charlie Staines and Junior Tupo on the wings. Uh, I love Junior Tupo. I think that he is a first grader for sure. 
think he's a guy that really deserves to be in this side as well. And I think that he all going to see the best of him over the next few weeks. I think he's going to solidify a spot as well in this team. So definitely one to watch there. The number five, Junior Tupo. Uh, Brett Naden and Asu Kapoa in the centers. Uh, Brandon Wakeham and Luke Brooks are in the halves. Stefano Utsukamanu and David Klemmer are in the front row here with Apisai Korosiao at nine. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman are in the back row uh, with Fonua Pole in the number 13 jersey. Again, another guy I think is going to solidify a spot in the 13 if he hasn't already. Uh, not in the 13 jersey, sorry, but in the you know in the 17, I mean the starting 17. I think he's going to solidify himself a spot in the starting 17. Uh, a bit filthy that Joe Offerhain-Gaway has been dropped. I don't think he deserves to be dropped as, at all. I think he's one of their best forwards on his day. Uh, but, I'll, yeah, as I said, Fanua Pole got a bunch of potential there. Very keen to see how he goes. Uh, hopefully, uh, we get a little bit more of a taste of John Bateman. I think he was carrying an injury going into last week's game. Uh, hopefully, he's 100% going into this one. They're going to need a 100% John Bateman going up against the Melbourne Storm, who I think are pretty hungry for a win. Um, yeah, so John Bateman needs to be fired up for sure for this game. Uh, for the bench, we have Dane Laurie, Alex Twall, Sean Bloor, Alex Safe-off. Don't like Dane Laurie at 14. Don't like Brandon Wakeham and Luke Brooks in the halves. Uh, and I don't like Adam Dewey at fullback. I'd rather have Dewey and Wakeham in the halves. I'd rather have Brooks at 14 and I'll have my guy Dane Laurie at fullback. That's the way I would go. I'm sure most of you guys agree. Look, for that reason... Plus, obviously, uh, the stats provided by a random stats guy, obviously, uh, they don't, they, Melbourne, sorry, have a pretty good strike rate against the West Tigers when they're at home. Uh, and the West Tigers, obviously, you know, they don't tend to go too well in Melbourne after a loss. Uh, they don't get tend to go too well against Melbourne at all anyway. Um, so I've got the Melbourne Storm here, even though not a full-strength side. I think they're going to get a win here. I'm only taking them 1-12. to 12. I would have taken them 13-plus if they had Jerome Hughes. Obviously, him coming out of this side for me, I'm going to have to downgrade it to a 1-12 to 12 victory. Reason being, uh, love Jonah Pezzett. Very keen and very... I've uh, been very keen on him, you know, since he had that game for under-19s under New South Wales. Um, but, you know, obviously, if he has an off game in this one, and knock wood, he won't. I, th- I totally think he won't. I think he's going to have a blinder. Uh, but, you know, if he doesn't work out in the number seven jersey, um, you know, it could uh, make some problems here. And you obviously have guys like John Bateman in the back row, Isaiah Papali'i. You've got David Klemmer and Stefano Uzgamanu up front. You've also got one of the best hookers in the game, and Api Korosau, who is just waiting to show us his potential there in the number nine jersey. I mean, this side can still create some havoc here, this West Tigers team. So I'm only taking the Melbourne Storm 1-12. to Anytime try scorers, we know Cameron Munster's record is quite good against the West Tigers. So I am going to take Cameron Munster there as a bit of an easy one. Uh, also, just coming back from injury as well. Hopefully, the Omens and the footy gods are with us. Uh, as for the West Tigers, for me, I'd probably... A lean towards, and this is going to be a bit of a smoky, but if we're going down the path of the Sixers, I'm going to take Brandon Wakeham. Anytime try scorer, don't mind it. Hasn't scored a try in a while. No stats backing him up here. Uh, I'm taking Brandon Wakeham purely because, you know, battle of the Sixers. Can't wait to see these two Sixers battle it out uh, in this clash. But yes, I'm taking the Storm. I'm taking the Storm 1-12. to 12. 
Uh, as for the next game, we've got the Dolphins and the Broncos. Obviously, the Battle of Brisbane now. I'm a bit pissed off about this game as well. And it's got nothing to do with the lineups. I think it's just the timing of it. You know, obviously having this game, the Battle of Brisbane, super hyped up. Uh, and the same, you know, it, uh, literally a day within the Battle of the West, uh, the grand final from last year rematch, um, the first of the rematches from the grand final last year as well. I mean, I think it's from really shit timing, to be honest. Some really shit timing. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, I'm super pumped for this one, nevertheless. Uh, obviously, the Dolphins are undefeated. The Broncos are also undefeated. Uh, stars across the board for both teams. Let's go through these lineups, and then we're going to go straight into our predictions for this game. And I'm sort of going to touch on players to watch going through the lineups as well. We're going to make it a little bit quicker. Obviously, recording this on Thursday night, want to be able to watch the entirety of of the next game being the Battle of the West. I want to go watch the Battle of the West, so we're going to get through this one very, very quickly, but as much detail as possible, going to get into every factor going into this game. So the Dolphins, we've got the Hammer at fullback. Uh, the, that fullback battle is going to be fucking insane. We've got the Hammer v. Reese Walsh. I'm super keen to see that one, how that one goes. Um, yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the Hammer at fullback still. Now, I know he's a star. I know he's killing it at the moment. I still don't know how I feel about the Hammer at fullback, to be honest. I'm going to have to watch a few more games before I really make an opinion for myself. But look, so far this season, I think he's proving everyone wrong that said he was a winger, that said he was a center. He's doing some really good things at fullback, so super impressed with him. Um, and yeah, it's going to be very, very enter entertaining uh, fullback battle here in this one. Uh, so the Hammers at fullback, we've got Jermaine Asako and Tessie New on the wings. We've got Ewan Aiken and Branko Lee in the centers. We've got Isaiah Katoa and Sean O'Sullivan in the halves. Sean O'Sullivan v Adam Reynolds as well is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that matchup. Sean O'Sullivan as well going up against his old club as well. People forget he was at the Broncos, obviously, when they, have, when they were having um, the halves crisis. Then he obviously went to the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, then, he also, then he went to the Panthers, obviously, where, you know, he played his junior football and now he's at the Dolphins. So he's moved around quite a lot. But uh, this used to be his old club here, the Brisbane Broncos. Was at the Roosters beforehand as well. Uh, and he's played with most of these guys. You know, I think this is going to add another layer to this game. Sean O'Sullivan, I think he's going to have a really, really good game. And he's been in some fucking... In insane form over the past few weeks as well. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan, so very keen to see how he goes in this one. Uh, Jesse Bromwich and Kenny Bromwich in the front row here. Kenny Bromwich in the front row. A very interesting tactic here um, by the Dolphins. You're definitely not the guy that I'd be chucking in the front row. I wouldn't expect it I expect to see it remain that way. Obviously, it's they've still got Felice Garfusi uh, at this current moment in the lineup. So, obviously, they'll probably have to move Kenny Bromwich into the back row. Felice Garfusi will probably drop out, obviously, due to the suspension for the next four weeks, which is absolutely insane. But that's a topic for another time. Already recorded a podcast on that if you want to go back and listen to that one. Uh, the guy that I probably be, probably see coming in is actually Milford. Uh, I'll see Milford coming into the bench. We might see Gilbert go into the front row for Kenny Bromwich. Bromwich goes into the back row. Felice drops out. Uh, and then, look, for me, 
Uh, the guy that comes in for Gilbert at the third end will probably be Mason Teague. Opens up a spot on the bench. I'd probably chuck in Milford. I reckon Milford will probably take that spot there. They'll probably add him in as a 14. And I think they'll be very, very useful coming up against the Brisbane Broncos. Having a guy that can play pretty much fucking anywhere um, on the bench for you guys would be awesome for the Dolphins. Uh, particularly when they're at the moment, they've got a full bench of forwards as well. Uh, another guy you might be able to see come in, and he's obviously played over the past few weeks, Kurt Donahue, obviously been playing an off-the-bench hooking role. Um, so very interesting to see the direction they go down. I might even suggest that they'd probably go for Kurt Donahue to come in on the bench uh, because I don't think Cody Nicarima is an 80-minute hooker. But, you know, I'm very interested to see the direction they do go down uh, when this game does come upon us. Uh, but, yeah, look, don't expect that to change. At the moment, it has Kenny Bromwich in the front row. As I said, I think he'll move into the back row. Felice Kalfusi drops out. Uh, Gilbert moves into the front row for Kenny Bromwich. And then you obviously have uh, Mason Teague go into the 13 jersey. Kurt Donahue, sorry, goes onto the bench. At either him or Anthony Milford. But definitely interesting to watch there. Um, as for the Brisbane Broncos, we have Reese Walsh at fullback. He's going to have an absolute blinder in this one. I think it's going to be a field day for Reese Walsh. Uh, so I'm very interested to see if he can, you know, keep up the form. Because if he does... My smoky for this year is that he takes the Queensland fullback spot over Kalen Ponga. We've got Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo on the wings. Obviously, Corey Oates is out with a with a fractured jaw from two weeks ago. Very unfortunate there. Uh, Katani Staggs and Herbie Farnworth are in the centres with Ezra Meam and Adam Reynolds in the back row. We have Tom Flegler and Payne Haas there in the front row with Billy Walters at nine. Uh, we've got Kurt Capewell and Jordan Rickey in the back row. Patrick Carrigan at lock. We've got Corey Pakes, Kenan Palacia, Corey Jensen and Martin Tapau on the bench there for the Brizzy Bronx. Brizzy Bronx undefeated. Dolphins undefeated. It's going to be very hard to pick this one. Could go either way. However, I think that the Broncos make the Dolphins, uh, you know, accept their first loss here. I think that the Broncos do win this game. I think they only win 1-12, to but that is my smoky. Dolphins, we know they're at home, but... Brisbane, I think they get the win here. Guys like Reese Walsh, guys like Ezra Mam. Uh, it really depends with me uh, is if ev- Ezra Mam, sorry, can't get my words out there, if Ezra Mam still has that knee injury. If he doesn't, he's 100%. The Broncos win this one for sure, but I think they win it anyway. Adam Reynolds' kicking game has been outstanding. So I think the Broncos, they do get the job done here over the Dolphins. And for me, if the Dolphins want to get the win here, it's got to be off the back of Sean O'Sullivan. It's got to be off the back of Hamaso Tabuai Fido. Uh, and that leads into my anytime try scorers for me. I've got the Hammer at fullback, and I've also got Reese Walsh at fullback here uh, as my anytime try scorers going into this game. Uh, I think it pays quite well, so getting a bit of value there. But those are my guys as anytime try scorers. The two fullbacks there going with Omens. The Omens were obviously for the West Tigers game, the two five eights in Cameron Munster and Brandon Wakeham, and then obviously in this game, the Dolphins v the Broncos, we're going down the omen of the fullbacks, which is actually, I'm about to see the effects of that going into tonight's game, the Battle of the West, which I'm about to watch now as, I, as I'm recording this. Um, you know, I've gone down the omen of fullbacks, so we'll see how omen, uh, that omen works out for me tonight, but there you go, that is your Friday preview. One.